in student works, this community is basically take or give, right? Yeah. So we make sure we help others so we can get help from them as well. And this is the huge aspect for me, like actually keeping myself accountable by talking to different people. And yeah. within our organization, everyone's have the same goal. We have we, are, we share the same leaderboard. Everyone see where someone at, how can we hold each other accountable? So right. we do have like each week calls where I can actually talk about my week goals. This mm-hmm. is what I want to do. This is what I did last week and what actually did not work well last week. So these accountability calls actually make you better and actually hold you accountable to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. I've got an amazing young leader, uh, Faraz Khan. He is the operator for Fredericton and St. John. He uh, Last year, he was our Rookie Operator of the Year in Fredericton. And this year, he's taking advantage that we don't have someone in St. John, and he's building a team there and uh, growing and building his business. I know um, in our first year, we had Austin Trudeau on talking about you know, setting a goal to do $300,000 worth of business. And, you know, while he was in full-time school. And so we've got Faraz, who is, his goal is 250,000. He already has 88,000. And it looks like his goal is going to get shifted to $300,000 in window cleaning services. So it's just our other branch of the business is just booming tremendously uh well both both sides of the business actually we are literally double what we were last year our best year ever on both sides of the business as of march 14th so just just incredible results that we're getting and incredible leaders that are in our program and you know that's why i do this podcast is because i'm trying to get the word out and trying to find other amazing young leaders so if you know of any amazing young leaders please send them our way. If you have any comments or questions for me around the podcast, you can reach me, cthompson at studentworks.com. You can send any amazing young leaders to studentworks.com or you could share our podcast with them. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic day. Cheers. Welcome, Faraz. Really excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Chris. I am super excited to be here. All right, all right. So, Faraz, um, why don't we just talk about uh, what you were like before the program. Maybe, maybe give our leaders uh, listening um, some some background on who Faraz was. Absolutely, and uh, so I'm actually from Pakistan and okay. I'm in Canada in 2013. I moved to Calgary. I lived in Calgary for a couple of years. I started high school there, and I was actually getting in a lot of troubles there. So okay. I had to drop out of my high school started working full-time 40 hours so I can support myself and my family. Okay. And uh, it was going well and I hit to a plateau where I needed to make some changes. Mm-hmm. I thought that I'm not going to be achieve what I wanted to achieve in my life while working there. So I did some research. I moved out east and I actually got into, got finished my high school, got mm-hmm. into university, and now I'm in my final year completing major in marketing and entrepreneurship. So 
before joining student works i was still a dreamer okay <laughs> i was still a dreamer <laughs> so you, you know just i know one of the great things um i am a pro pro immigration person uh just just you know state state what's true is every year uh we have uh just numerous numerous uh, you know really dozens of of operators who who are uh you know immigrant families come to canada and uh come and they just are so you know excited about the opportunity that that exists here so um you know what what was you know i know normally what we'll ask is about you know people you know hey maybe what they were frustrated by you know in high school that they couldn't do or do but what about for you you know coming from afghanistan what was what was canada like how did you experience that how did you see the transition you know uh into uh university etc absolutely it was uh, definitely challenging moving out from pakistan to canada it's a lot of different culture absolutely and just to get in Canada's culture was a little trickier in the beginning, but mm-hmm. after quite a bit, couple of years, things were starting to getting better. I was actually able to get into high school, which was great, and was able to complete my high school. Right. And got into university where I actually learned different techniques, how I'm going to be pursuing in my life. Right. And that was basically my biggest frustration before actually joining Student Works that I didn't have the right path. To actually go forward myself. Okay. That was the huge thing that I didn't have a platform where I can actually show myself and grow. Fantastic. So, so um, you know, last year you were our our, our rookie operator of the year. Uh, you know, you broke the uh, all-time rookie record uh, in a pandemic. Congratulations. Uh, how did you see yourself differently after that season for us? Absolutely, Chris. I think last year I did not put my 100% towards my business. And I think there's a lot of different places where I could grow. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the main thing that I can definitely see myself growing in the shifting towards mindset. I didn't have the proper mindset going to my first year. I was like, this is just a program. I'm going to get in there, see how it's ended up. But right. just a program, it's honestly, it's a life-changing experience. So right. first year experience, I did see that I did need to be more uh, focus toward my organization skills, communication skills, and more focus towards like relationship relationship building. Right. And relationship building, it's huge when you're running a business. So that's what one thing I actually did take my last year. And okay. this year, my fo- more focus is towards building a, building a team and making sure and building relationship as well. Fantastic. I know a lot of times what we'll see is, you know, in the first year, we can see so far and then in the second year, it's like we see so much more of what's possible for us in our businesses, right? You know, but do you remember any specific mindsets that you see differently than you did in your first year now after completing a summer uh, with our program? Absolutely. And uh, the shift I saw, it's basically towards thinking if I'm going to reach my end goal or not. Okay. And last year, basically, I actually set my goals for, uh, it was 115000 but okay. I didn't not reaching my goals so this was like one of the mind shifting towards me like why didn't i reach my goals there are something that i need to change about myself and it's better to set some goals that you are able to achieve right if i'm I'm setting up some goals that are doable what makes me want to achieve them and basically putting that work it's the honestly the key because the amount of work you put in 
it's never going to go back. It's going to give you benefit in not right away, but in longer run. So right. that's the mind shift I'm looking at from coming back from my first year to second year that I want to make sure that what's the end goal, how are we going to make sure that we hit our goals and how can we keep ourselves accountable to that? Fantastic. Fantastic. And and so, you know, how have you done that? Like, I know you, you, you've, uh, you know, just in terms of, uh, you know, accountability partners or different things that you've done structures that you've set up so that you're accountable to your goals. Absolutely. And honestly, Chris, like having accountability partners, it's a key. Like I, mm-hmm. I have like five accountability co- calls during the week. So wow. I'm talking to all the rookies, I'm talking to the vets, I'm talking to painter operators. So like, I'm just trying to see what other people are thinking as well. Right. So I can take what works best for my business as well and also give them tips as well what works yep. best for me because yep. in student works this community is basically take or give right yep. so we make sure we help others so we can get help from them as well and this is the huge aspect for me like actually keeping myself accountable by talking to different people and yep. within the organization everyone's have the same goal we have we, are, we share the same leaderboard everyone see where someone at how can we hold each other accountable so right. we do have like each week calls where I can actually talk about my week goals. This mm-hmm. is what I want to do. This is what I did last week and what actually did not work well last week. So these accountability calls actually make you better and actually hold you accountable to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I love how everyone's so accessible. People can just push on their name and there's their phone number. And now with, you know, free long distance, people just call each other and talk. It's just such a, you know, the the technology changes have just been, you know, so amazing. I know we have a lot of uh, alumni who listen and they remember the back of the time when there were pagers and bell, bell, bell f- telephone booths that you had to go to, to make phone calls. It's awesome. What, what's available now to, to our operators. So, so if we think, um, you know, back, like what, what sort of failures did you have or big setbacks did you have last year and how did you cope with them? Yeah. Uh, last year, I feel like, uh, Failure I had, I wouldn't call it failure, but challenges basically yeah. in recruiting. Okay. I did have a lot of hard time recruiting because in the beginning, I did find two guys who sticked around through the whole summer. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much all the work. But I at the end, I just felt like I didn't set the right expectation from the beginning. Okay. Putting the recruiting process super important, like having the recruiting top notch because like us, like you guys interview us three, four times in order to right. give us opportunity and right. we want to make sure we hire people the best way so they can be benefit for our business right and with me last year the challenge was I, my recruiting process was not well and by not well I mean it's i'm not setting the right expectation right asking them okay i have worked for you are you willing to go up the ladders are you willing to hard work yeah. not understanding what they're actually coming for what their actually personal goals so this year, my actually goal is to basically understand each of my workers, make sure what their goals are, and help helping them achieve their personal or financial goal. This is basically one thing I did not do very well last year. Awesome. I'm hoping that this year, this is going to be different. Well, that's fantastic. And I just love that because, you know, one of the things a lot of times people don't understand is, is by really making a focus to get other people's goals accomplished you know, how as a result will our teams then look to get there and deal with their clients, our clients. So they're obviously going to be that much more 
you know, excited, right? Like it's just, it's, it's, you know, when you can help people achieve their goals, your goals are going to get achieved. Your clients are going to get, you know, get, get satisfied and, and et cetera. So there's just this whole spin of win, win, win all, all around when you're really focused on that. So, and obviously it's tough for us when you first done this, you know, when you first do this or to, to understand all there is to understand. And, and, you know, I know, I'm sure you set expectations, but it's really hard when you haven't done it to really set clear expectations. So what about, what about COVID and, and dealing with, you know, the challenges in dealing with COVID in New Brunswick last year? How was, how was that for you? Absolutely. And honestly, like when pandemic hit, we were locked down in our houses. We mm-hmm. were thinking that our business going to go down. We're not going to have any sales. Yes. But if we wanted, we could just sit home, do nothing, and our business could go down. So yeah. that's not what we wanted to do. We actually pivot things around. We actually made changes. We actually start going online a lot. We start focusing on Facebook marketing. Yeah. We started doing online estimate on Zoom. Like No one ever thought that, that we could be able to do that. Yeah. And honestly, quite frankly, we were actually booking jobs, and yeah. people were actually signing contracts via Zoom, which was yeah. super interesting. Yeah. And Last year, honestly, like I feel like I prepared myself for better for a future pandemic. So well, let's say if we get another pandemic, we are better prepared that how what tactics we're gonna use, how we're gonna pivot things around, how we're gonna tackle online marketing, online sales. So this is something last year worked very well because we did not just sit, we actually did okay, how we can think make things better. Yeah. I know we're supposed to do estimate in person, but with COVID, we cannot actually go to someone's house. So yeah. how we make things better? Yeah, we actually did online estimates, and it, on it, quite frankly, it worked very well. And it's some in the beginning, we thought that it's not going to work. How how people are going to actually give money over the screen while they're just looking at you, not in yeah. interaction. But quite frankly, it's not true. They, it's just a matter of building that trust. If yeah. you get the trust for the client, the money is just a number. They, if they trust you 100%, they will go with you. So last year, that's how I basically cope with COVID challenges. Oh, that's fantastic. I really love that. And and by the way, as well, I think I think the the challenges that we faced last year and continue to face, uh, you know, always, you know, again, you know, it's always great stepping back and saying, yes, I'm preparing for the future. And there will be, no matter what, whether there's a pandemic or not, well, we know eventually there will be a pandemic in the future. Just don't know whether I'm going to live to see another pandemic or, you know, but there will be another pandemic. And the issue is, but there, we were hundred percent certain there are going to be changes to the marketplace. There are going to be challenges that we're going to face. And then the issue is how do we face it? You know, and and like you said, you you find the next best option. You move forward. You you know you 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 create value for customers. And I know one big thing that you've been able to create is a lot of value for customers around you know booking large average job sizes, and that's something that you've really been able to do. So what what do you think that's about? Why do you think you've been really successful in that area in your business for us? Absolutely, great question, Chris. And I get this a lot from all these rookies, like how I'm able to solve those massive jobs. And right. Honestly, like it's just about understanding the person and just providing them the needs mm-hmm. and understanding the problem, what the problem is. And when it comes to like large job size, it's just giving them options, giving them right options. Okay, you sh- if you're getting your siding wash, you should get your windows clean too. Because while we're doing pressure washing on your sidings, your window will get splashed from the water. Right, it's just harder to get them clean after we've done the pressure washing. 
So just making the need and trying to understand the client as well and putting the options out there and just building that trust with their client. It's super, super important to building that trust because if you don't build that trust, there's more likely you will not get that work. So building the trust is the number one priority when you're dealing with those clients. And if you have the trust there, there's no problem you're going to face to sell those big jobs because you're putting option, you're putting your service in front of your clients. And if they like the service, they're more likely to go with all the service than one because exactly. they're getting windows clean, might as well get their gutters and siding washed as well. Right. So that's how I took advantage and I actually pushed me to selling massive jobs last year. Yeah. Well, we as humans, once we make one decision, I, you know, I, I can't remember the author, but, um, you know, some foundational, I think it's Cialdini, but he talks about once we make one decision, we want to follow up that with another decision. It makes us feel more secure. So it's one of the reasons why we actually do want to make upsells, you know, as a client, when we're out there, it's like, oh yeah, no, I'll do that too. I'll do that too. We feel more secure. And again, it is, as you mentioned, really around trust. So what about yourself? Like, could you have seen yourself here eight months ago, already booked $88,000 worth of business, um, you know, by what, what is it? It's March 14th. We've already done that. Absolutely not. Like if we if I talk about before joining student works, absolutely. I have not seen myself coming to rookie year doing hundred yeah. and coming to second year doing 80 K already. Absolutely not. Back then I was just, I was still a student at UNB. Uh, I remember from summer 2019, before I met Dustin Taylor, he's actually yeah. through this program and he was going through this program in summer 2019, where I actually decided to go back to Calgary and take this airport job where I was actually getting paid a lot. But to be quite frankly, when I see the results that Dustin was having with this program, with all the team he's building right. and his own business, that was just something that actually made my mind shifted. And absolutely not before before that, I have not seen myself to actually be here. And quite frankly, like eight months ago, like eight or two years ago, I did not see myself here. Mm -hmm. And I was just a student at UNB. That's all. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, you know, um, you know, for our leaders, you know, uh, we were chatting before the podcast, but it's the middle of March. We've got $88,000 booked. The goal was $250,000 in window cleaning services. So, and we we're talking that likely Faraz is going to go move that goal to 300,000, you know, and, and why don't you describe what you're doing? Like one of the nice things that we have on the window cleaning side is this market is just still burgeoning for us. We've got, you know, about 70 operators versus, you know, 180 operators on the painting side. So we have some market availability. So your, your core business is in Fredericton, but you're also expanding to St. John, which is about an hour away. So why don't you describe to our leaders what you're up to this year? Absolutely. And uh, this year, we definitely want to scale our business to next level. And the way we're going to do it and the way we are doing it is basically leveraging the time and leveraging those tasks. Because in business, honestly, quite frankly, you can't do everything by yourself to run yes. a quarter million dollar. And yeah. Honestly, the way I actually took place in my business by leveraging the time, I hired an operations manager who's basically taking care of Fredericton area. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about recruiting, marketing, sales, and in production. He's taking care of all that. Fantastic. I created another sales rep where she can actually help him to build in that sales as well while he's focused on production. Okay. So that we're not falling behind on production and sales. Sales are keep coming. We're still producing because you want to sell till the last day of our produce because 
in window cleaning jobs, our job size are small and we can actually produce three to five jobs in a day. So yes, which is pretty exciting. And that's basically one of the tactic I use in Fredericton region, but the tactics I'm using in St. John area, it's, I do estimates two days a week there. Right. And Monday to Thursday is basically Monday to Wednesday. I'm focusing on my school because school is priority as well. I want to make sure I for sure finish this year strong. This is my last year. So I want to make sure I graduated with a good GPA. Yeah. Also with the business in St. John, I have two marketers there and a sales rep, but pretty much I'm doing estimates by my own right now. I'm still in the process of training him. But once he's trained, then I don't even need to be in St. John. He's my marketer is going to do the marketing. My sales rep is going to go to the estimates. All I need to is focus on different things, how I'm going to make things better, how I'm going to hire better people. Because recruiting is something that I really want to focus this year. And I want to make sure that whoever I hire for my business, they are happy and they're reaching their goals. Not me as a business. I want to make sure each of my students make what they wanted to make this year. Well, that's fantastic. I, I love the, uh, the, the idea of being able to, especially, you know, such a young age while in school, literally running a business outside of your hometown. Like this is really, really awesome. It really is the next level of, you know, delegation or empowerment or enrollment, you know, and, 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 you know, again, the only way that happens as well is when you actually are really interested in your team success because otherwise it gets really difficult because it, it, again it's you, you can't micromanage from an hour away right <laughs> like it just doesn't work so unless everyone's like okay this is our success we're all working towards our success it's just not going to work absolutely and basically sitting down with like workers as well like my operations manager i asked him i'm like what do you actually want to do like yeah. you guys ask us like what what's your goal is like yeah. i'm not you guys not telling us that that's what you want to do no you ask us what our goal is and then plan for us. This is what you need to do in order to achieve what you want. So that's the same strategy I'm using towards my worker. I sat down with my operations manager. We sat on the table. I'm like, okay, so this summer, what's your goal is? Right. Um, personal goals and financial goal. Like where you want to be yourself in the next six months and what do you want to have in the bank account? Awesome. So basically working towards that, okay, you want to make $10,000 this summer. In order to do that, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to do this many marketing sessions. You're going to have to do this many leads. You're going to have to hire this many people and you're going to have to produce on this gross profit, like making sure every single thing lined up and just sitting with them and just working their plan out for them. It actually helps them to understand and actually get them motivated too because they think that we care about them, not just our business. And it's super important and super important to give that kind of environment to those employees who are willing to put in that work. Fantastic for us. So, you know, anything you'd like to share with the young leaders on this program? Absolutely. So be obsessed with the rules and the standards that we have placed in student works. And with the young operators or young leaders, the one thing I want to share is basically be motivated be go-getter and set yourself high goals because sky is the limit. There's nothing can stop you to reach your goals and just put in that work. Honestly, if you put in that work, there's no way that's going to go right. It's You're going to get the benefit, not right away, but in the longer run. So making sure put in that work, it's super, super important. It's the power of input. So that's Absolutely. what I'm here 
Well, I love that. It's the power of input. You bet. And and it's fun. I I, I this is a, I know this is an audio recording, but I get to see Faraz is what's behind Faraz. So he has thermometers showing his goals and his sales targets. He's got a big board that he showed that he broke at our at our training, uh, showing two hundred fifty thousand. He's got all sorts of different things up up on his uh, board, reminding him of what the task is, right? What the goal is, what the plan is, right? To go and achieve. You know, because we we don't do great things unless it's really in our mind. We're really thinking about it. So, so, so exciting to see, see, see that, you know, you've got all these visuals uh, that are really helping, helping you stay on track, right? Absolutely. And I would like to share with the leaders as well. Like one thing, like it's having the goals like in front of you every day. Okay. This is what I'm going for. Like for me, this thermometer, I, I just get super excited to color that because yes. Each time I make sales, I'm like, okay, I can get to color my sales. <laughs> you bet. That, that's going to reach me to my end goal. So it's, it gets me motivated, gets me pumped up for each day. And before I even go to an estimate, I just looked at it. I'm like, okay, I want to make sure when I come back, it's going to reach there. So that actually fired me up. So I would definitely share that with all those young operators to have a vision what you are working this all for. You betcha. Fantastic. Okay. So final question for us. When you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? Great question. So what comes to my mind when you think of leaders tomorrow? It's risk taker, being committed and being consistent. What I mean by that, leaders tomorrow, they're not scared of taking risk, taking yeah. good risk and being committed to what you want to do achieve in your life and being consistent is the key. Every week, you want to make sure you're doing the task that you have actually scheduled for yourself. Follow the calendar religiously. Follow the system religiously. This is basically what comes to my mind when we think of leaders of tomorrow, Chris. Ah, fantastic. And I, and I know there's certainly one thing uh, for us I've, I've just noticed, uh, you know, in the last two years, just how consistent your your actions have been. You know, I know one thing that I do is I, I make a lot of, of our top performer calls. I like to make it as habitually as I can around the crazy schedules that I lay out for myself. But I know I call for Oz a lot because he's consistently getting <laughs> great results, um, you know, and just, just result, you know, week after week after week, you know, just really getting great results. And that's, that's what successful people do. They, they, they see their tasks and they just keep, keep hitting their tasks and, and moving towards the great goals that they have. Absolutely. 100%. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the leaders of tomorrow podcast and continued success. I'm so excited to see what you can create uh, this season. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me here. I'm super excited. Fantastic. Take care for us. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca 
www.ca.ca/apply, and I can't wait to see you on the other side.